0: Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. I'm here with Jason. Hey, Jason. And thank, thank you, all of our listeners. Thank you for subscribing and listening. We love your reviews. I'm so glad you like it. Please give us your
1: suggestions yes absolutely we are we are open to if you if there's a topic or some sort of concept that you would like us to talk about on the show reach out to us we would absolutely love to talk if i'm sure there's something that people are like well they've never talked about blank and yes let us know we will talk about it on the show
0: when and today you know we were going to talk about authenticity because that's Mm. a big word that is Really, the go-to word now, uh, mm. if you are a writer, a comic, a storyteller, a speaker. Um,
1: a visual artist, a, you know, a it's, musician. It's, a, it's
0: it's about being totally authentic. I just wrote a speech for a CEO, and um, it was interesting because he's, uh, well, he's a business guy, right? Mm. And he has, you know, CEO of a big um a pharma company mm-hmm. and he's delivering um a keynote and it's been a troubled year and he wants to you know get people motivated mm, okay and so i said well you have to tell them something authentic about yourself mm-hmm. and he was so against it oh, okay. right he was so against it he goes well no they don't need to. i said well let's tell me about yourself. So he starts to talk about himself. And I, I need a story about when you weren't so successful, when you were just like them, when you mm. had a door shut in your face. And so he tells this me this story of uh, being rejected and um, not being able to get in college. He thought he was going to get an athletic scholarship mm. and he couldn't get it. And he was left with nothing. and um, And it was a a really inspiring story given his position in life right now mm-hmm. yet he was so adverse and this is most people i work with yep. are so adverse to telling people um the mess of their life because we always talk about stories mm-hmm. about being from mess to success mm-hmm. right but i said that is what makes you an authentic person mm-hmm. and that's what makes you likable and he goes who cares about this? Nobody cares about this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he delivers the speech and he said, I've never gotten such a great response. I've never got so many people coming you know, and connecting with me. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I did that. Mm-hmm. And he says, I, I just thought it was, who cares? It's a boring story. Yeah. It's just about my life. Mm-hmm. So that power of doing something really authentic and I think like people misinterpret the word
1: Mm. because well a lot of times people think you, you have to pick your 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 authentic moments you know in that story you know the guy wanted to get an authentic reaction from people without being authentic himself and that doesn't work you know if you're trying to be you know if you're trying to get real tears or real hope or anything real out of anybody you have to be real too if, if you think you can just hide behind the visage and, and, you know, be a veneer and fake it and then expect people to turn around and be like, oh, my God, that was so moving. That's not going to happen.
0: No. So I like what you're saying is like what you give out is what you can expect to give back. Um, but there is a line, a fine mm. line between um, authentic and narcissism.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Because what he was doing is revealing a painful part of his life that was uncomfortable because it was a part of his life where he was a loser. Mm-hmm. And he did not want to reveal it because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um now a lot of people go, well I want to put this in my act or my story or my whatever creative project you're doing because this really happened. Mm. Okay, this really happened. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason, let me tell you what really happened to me this morning. <laughs> I really brushed my teeth this morning. Mm-hmm. No, I did. Mm-hmm. No, it's real. I really <laughs> did it. Yeah. I got dressed. Yeah. No, I really did it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
1: and they're mis- <laughs> you know, mistaking that for being authentic.
0: Yes, exactly. So people go like, okay, this really happened is irrelevant to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like people will put it, I hate when stand-up comics do, no, this really happened, this is true. Oh, so the rest of your act is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should, appear, it should appear that everything really happened. And so people get really lost in telling the minutia of their life And masquerading that as authenticity, Mm -hmm. it is not. Yeah. It is not. What really happened to you is not necessarily a entertainment or worthwhile to repeat. Yeah. And when, especially when writing comedy material, um, people assume to be authentic, you tell what really happened. And that is so far from the truth it's yeah. unbelievable
1: well, i think uh when you had uh, was it dylan brody on and he talked about how storytellers are liars and they get more authentic the more with the way they craft the story to get to the message they want to get to instead of listing facts exactly how they
0: occurred. oh then this happened then this happened then mm. this happened oh especially in toastmasters you see so many people confuse telling a story with uttering what really happened and mm-hmm. And they go, well, now I'm authentic, no, you're not mm. because with stand up comedy, you have to do something with reality mm. so when you when you just say something that's real um um, it's it's not a joke mm-hmm. you have to bring something creative into it you mm-hmm. the joke has to go someplace you have to make something up mm-hmm. you know you, you can't you can't just say this is what happened and and it's a funny story mm-hmm. no you have to bring an element of of imagination and creativity and things that really didn't happen but what it is what is authentic about it is that it's based on something mm-hmm. that's authentic and it's about you revealing something about yourself i remember jokes Us, uh, so one of my st- i remember like if you think about the jokes of of like God, 20 years I taught stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and I haven't taught it for a long time. But the jokes I remember were not necessarily true, but were based on something true. Like, uh, I remember a guy talking about, and this is in the 80s, so this was very daring of, of a go- man talking about being gay. Mm-hmm. And he said, gosh, I always wanted to tell my father I was gay, but he was always cleaning his gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. yes. So, um I remember that now was his father always cleaning his gun probably not. No. 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 Mm-hmm. But was he scared of telling his father he was gay? Yes. Yes. So, so Stories or jokes or something will always start with that authenticity mm-hmm. of revealing something about yourself that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
1: And the authentic- authenticity there is the emotion he's trying to convey in that joke is the authentic part of it. The details don't need to be authentic. It's what you're conveying to the audience, what you're conveying out to the world. That has to be authentic. Yes. That has to be real. Yes. But you don't have to break down, you know, all the different elements, all the different things. You know, I see this a lot with, with, you know, with people's perspectives of people they work with, you know, like the authentic Jason is, taking naps and playing video games for too long and not wanting to look at any other human being for months at a time. That's the authentic Jason. But that's not the Jason that I present to the world, you know, because my authentic self doesn't really serve me. But the things that I do for people, the work that I do, the the creative projects that I'm involved on, that is an authentic representation of the things that I truly feel the things that I truly want to share and put out there. You see people all the time, especially in the creative industry, who are rude, crude, v- violent sometimes a day. And they're like, well, that's just how he is or that's just how she is. And it's like, yeah. And, and he, needs to, he needs to act that way because otherwise he's not being real. He's not being authentic. And it's like, no, he's just an asshole. You know, like that's just the end of the story. The authenticity comes in, What you're doing and kind of what we've said a million times on this podcast with purpose is what you're doing when you're giving it to someone else, when you are conveying it to someone else, when you are serving someone else, just being authentic because, you know. I don't like wearing pants, so I don't wear them at Walmart, you know, kind of deal. That, that's not you being authentic. That's just you being a jerk or whatever. Your authenticity comes when you are presenting information or presenting something to somebody. And you want the truest meaning of that to be conveyed.
0: I feel the material that works the best is, is the stuff that where you look bad or you might look bad or Mm. your family might look bad or it's about secrets it's the opposite of like how are you oh i'm fine i'm good i mean that's not authentic Mm. right it's how you answer that question anything other than by rote Mm -hmm. and it's i'm sitting here thinking about like jokes that i remember from 30 years ago Mm -hmm. i remember one student who said um Yeah, my parents were abusive. They used to beat me with the Christmas presents they gave me. Ah. So (laughs) when Santa said, what do you want for Christmas? Socks, Santa. Please give me socks. (laughs) And that joke made me laugh and cry all at the same time. And it was... I feel like being authentic is an act of courage these days. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like doing something that is weird or look at, like you said, look at me, I'm an asshole and I'm going to be that asshole. Although that can be very authentic to admit that. Yeah. But I think it's more authentic to admit why you feel you need to be an asshole. Just right. You You know what I mean? It's like going a bit deeper Mm -hmm. because if you're not uncomfortable talking about things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's not as good. Like, so many of my students were always shocked about what got a laugh, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't the stuff that was witty or clever. Mm. Never, because they were so proud of that. Look what I did, this turn of phrase, or Mm -hmm. this, you know, this joke, and yeah. I saw that coming, but when they got a laugh by just telling the truth about something they were scared about, mm-hmm. truly scared about, mm-hmm. or something they were really angry about and had the guts to admit it, mm-hmm. or revealing family' secrets, mm-hmm. that stuff is is just amazing. I love Mike, um, oh God, I never can say his name. Um, Mike Berbiglia. Big Biglia? Burbiglia. Burbiglia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Amazing comic and Oh
0: my god. And
1: screenwriter and actor. And everything, and everything. And
0: everything. And he just comes clean with his mental illness. Mm-hmm. And 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 talks about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's funny. Um, sometimes it's tragic, but all of the time it's engaging.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I Literally, last night, I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if you've seen Jojo Rabbit. I can't wait to see it. Uh, And there is something so amazingly authentic about that film. Even though, like, uh, the the criticisms that I've heard is that he doesn't know where his tone is. Is it a serious drama? Is it a comedy? What kind of comedy is it? What kind of... I thought it was a very authentic piece because you know he's talking about a kid who wants to be a Nazi in Nazi Germany and his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler who's given him motivation to go out there and be the best Nazi he can be. And the thing about the movie, which I just adored, because you don't see this a lot, is that the comedy, there's a lot of irreverence in it. There's a lot of absurdity in it. There's a lot of just cute, funny moments in it. But... He does not shy away from showing the brutality and evil of that, of what people were dealing with in that time. It was actually a part in the movie that made me gasp when it happened.
0: Don't, no spoilers. Yeah, no
1: spoilers. But I was blown away that he did it the way he did it in the movie. and uh, And when it was over... You know, I I was kind of like, I don't really know how to classify what I just watched, but I felt every moment of that movie. Like I was compelled by everything that happened, whether it was me laughing at something goofy that, you know, imaginary Hitler did because he does a lot of stupid stuff because, you know, the writer is playing Hitler. And then then there are moments where I was like, there was moments of drama there that were exceptional, that touched me and made my just heart just like shake in my chest because it was so pure. And uh, and that was a level of authenticity that, that, you know, he may not win, you know, a bunch of awards. It may not, you know, be the most popular thing ever. But, man, talk about getting your message across clearly. Yes,
0: that's and, – and that is so artistic where you go um, – Well, I don't fit into any kind of category or Mm -hmm. does this fit? But this comes from a real, true place in myself, Mm -hmm. a pure place in myself. So how do we how do we tell our listener, like, how do they know if they're authentic or if their material is authentic?
1: Uh, Number one, I would say first thing about authenticity is that uh, sometimes it's not natural. It's not you don't. It doesn't just happen. You have to work at it. You actually have to put some, you know put some elbow grease into the thing that you're creating in order to make it authentic. Because sometimes the surface level stuff that we do, like you said before, like the 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 easy response the I'm fine, I'm this is okay, that's not authentic at all. It doesn't all. come and, but from it your comes head. Super easy. Yeah. It doesn't
0: come it. from your head. It mm-hmm. really. You can try and get to it, but it's it's more in your heart. Mm-hmm. It's in your body. Yeah. You just. And do you know what the best pieces that you can write that are authentic are when they take on a life of their own oh, and you're yeah. not in charge of them. Yeah. you that's that's the magic that you can get to. Mm-hmm. When when you're writing and it's you don't it's not coming from you. Mm-hmm. You don't even know where it's coming from, but it's guiding you.
1: Yeah. When something needs to be said, but it doesn't it doesn't serve your ego at all or anything like that. You know, you know. I think about uh, Richard Pryor's comedy and there was so much authenticity in his because he would tear himself apart and never let himself be excused out of his own like failures or mess ups or things like that. But he also wouldn't just beat himself down. He would offer some sort of, you know... Here's the full story. Here's the other side of it. And that was what was so funny about when he would get up and perform is that you saw this whole person up on the stage when comedy, you know, around that time was like, I'm the character with the this. And here's my jokes about my wife. And And it's like, no, I'm seeing this 360 view. I'm seeing this this deeper, stronger, more, you know, uh, something I can connect with a little bit more. Um, Yeah, it probably shouldn't be easy it's probably going to be complicated too. like the most authentic things that I've ever seen are hard to explain. You just know that they're effective. You know, you can't just say, Oh, it's good because he said this and they said that and a thing. And these three things add up together. That equals authenticity. No, it's not like that at all. Yeah. So, uh, so yes. So when you are looking at your work, I really like that. It, It starts taking on a life of its own when it starts taking on a life of its own, when you're working on it, I think that's when you start seeing some really exceptional, authentic work.
0: If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to messageofview.com, where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.